Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Fuck them until you change them. I am always talking about the transformative power of sex. It's where the whole well-fucked woman and well-fucked man memes come from. This is the idea that the changes and effects of really good lovemaking are written all over someone's face and body, and so are the bad ones. It becomes so obvious that other people can see and feel them. As a lover, it is your duty to fuck your partner open, to penetrate them, man or woman, so deeply that they forget who they are, they drop all the preconceived, civilized notions of who they think they are, and a truer, deeper, more real, and powerful version of themselves rises to the surface. Fuck them until you change them. If you have finished making love with your partner and they aren't glowing, if they aren't looking at you like you are some kind of messiah god, does this seem lofty? I promise you it isn't. Then you have further to go. For women to reach the deep, internal, vaginal, life-changing orgasms, it can take time. If her partner is ejaculating within a few minutes, she is not going to get there. And the same thing goes for men. Even though they might think they are satisfied with a three-minute pump, dump, and schlump, they simply don't know what they don't know. And what they don't know is that they are meant to feel like running a marathon after having sex rather than needing a nap. My big bear metric question is always, does sex leave you feeling rejuvenated, energized, transformed, ecstatic, and like you were fuck changed? If not, you're doing it wrong. And my work is all about showing you how to do it right. The beautiful thing is that the fuck changing becomes effortless, meaning you aren't trying to change things about yourself. They just happen. They are the natural byproduct of good fucking. (laughs) So what that means is that the main thing you need to be focusing on in order to radically change your life is having epic sex. Of all the years, about 30, and all the different therapies, a shit ton, that I've experimented with over the decades, none have changed me so quickly, so profoundly, and so permanently as really good fucking. The kind of fucking that replaces addictive behaviors, loses weight, turns anger into patience and depression into action. It's all possible and it just happens. I speak to my clients and I know from my own experiences that the stuff that they have struggled with and applied so much willpower to with no success and tried so hard to fix with their minds and their best efforts, all of that fell flat. Until they got well fucked. Being well fucked can be scary. It's primal and messy and wet and totally out of control. 
And that is where the magic happens. To help create the kind of fucking that changes you, here are a few tips. Number one, know thyself. A woman has to be comfortable with herself, her body, her ideas about sexuality, and her own vagina. This applies to men as well. He has to seek out his own beliefs and blind spots in sex and relationships and cultivate a connection with and ownership of his cock. I have worked with countless women who haven't spent much time with their own vaginas and men who feel very dissociated with their cocks. I know my vagina inside and out. I have spent a lot of time with that thing, and so have my lovers. I have brought myself to every type of orgasm, clitoral, G-spot, cervical, nipplegasms, and my lovers have brought me there too. You have to explore it, understand what it likes, and use it as your power source. Many men are victims of the cum fairy. You know, she's that little fairy that dances around and magically shows up when you are just about to come and poof, she waves her magic wand and all of a sudden you ejaculate. Men need to build stamina so they can go the long haul to fuck change their woman, and they do this through having a conscious cock. Once they are in complete control of it, that is the actual magic wand that can transform him and his woman. This is all about knowing and owning. You need to know and own all of your parts, especially your sexual ones, in order to harness your superpowers. If you are dissociated from parts of yourself, including your genitals, which are the essence of who you are. Remember, all of your creative and reproductive energy is housed here. You cannot capitalize on your true power and you are operating at a deficiency. One of the best tools for reconnecting to your genitals is yoni and lingam massage. These practices awaken numb genitals and they help to release past trauma and energetic imprinting. They bring sensation back, they increase your sensitivity and wildly boost your orgasmic potential. You reintegrate your genitals and you inhabit them. You can check out my YouTube videos on this, Pussy Shiatsu and Yoni Massage for Orgasmic orgasms and healing, as well as a lingam massage video for guys. So number two would be the concepts of penetration and radical honesty. To get into the territory of transformational, life-changing sex, you have to be willing and courageous to go deep, to expose yourself and pry open the curtains that hide you and your partner. We all have them. The best lovers softly and sometimes forcefully get us to open. We do this for each other, the penetration. You don't let each other hide. You call each other out with love. You hold each other down and you love the fuck out of each other and you fuck the shit out of each other. And by this, I mean headboard slamming sex. And I also mean that by fucking each other with intense love and adoration, you literally fuck the demons out of each other. They just evaporate. <laughs> there is a beautiful quote from a tantric text that I love. 
Sex has the power of both illusion and liberation, depending on the participant's degree of conscious awareness. Sexual initiation is the selfless bestowing of one's sexuality on another. When a person accepts a sexual act as a gift, exchanges take place on several different levels simultaneously. There is a physical exchange and blending of secretions, a psychological exchange of life energies and polarities, a psychological exchange of attitudes, a karmic exchange through a convergence of destinies, and there is a spiritual exchange, a communion between spirits. On the highest level, all these exchanges add to the quality of the couple. During high acts of tantric sex, karmas and unresolved personality conflicts can be totally transcended. So I love this because this speaks to the alchemizing power of sex. If it's done, as they say, high acts of tantric sex or high acts of really what that means is conscious sex, right? So we're knowing the power of our sexual energy and we're bringing the best, the most holy and surrendered conscious parts of ourselves into the act. And that is where we harvest the most powerful results. So suggestion number three revolves around time and the three-hour sex date. A lot of this simply comes down to the time you put in, and I will give you an example. When I go for a massage or body work, I always book at least 90 minutes to two hours. Why? Because the first 30 minutes is me settling in, shutting off my mind, and letting go of whatever dialogue happens to be in my head. I am sinking into my body. After 30 minutes is when I start to arrive, and the same applies to sex and sexual play. The first 30 minutes is often you just settling in, getting out of your heads, getting out of your children's heads, getting out of your boss's heads, and getting into your genitals and into your heart into the free flow and the zone. If you quit before the 30 minutes are up, you will likely still be stuck in your heads and you've never really made it into your body or into your genitals. So the free flow is where you shut everything else out and you're able then to just follow your deepest instincts. You lose your inhibitions and you get used to losing them. (laughs) Everything becomes intuitive and effortless like a graceful dance. My religion of the three-hour sex date is all about expanding time and letting go. You need this to nurture yourself and create a sanctuary for the deeper stuff to rise to the surface. Suggestion number four is you hit the edge and then you keep going. My life mantra is all about the idea that there is always another level to go. In fact, that is what anami means in Sanskrit, that there's always another level of evolution to get to. That enlightenment is not a static destination, it's always a work in progress. So when you hit one wild, life-changing orgasm, keep going. Hit the next one. Sometimes we fear that we may have reached a ceiling and that's as good as it gets. Nah, it gets even better. So have the courage to trust that it does. When you're too tired and you think that you just can't go any further, you just can't keep your legs open wide enough or propped up in that position from behind where your inner thigh muscles are creaking, keep going even more. The gold is just beyond the spot you didn't think you could get to. This is also good training for your outer life in receiving more and more and more bliss 
bliss and abundance, orgasm and ecstasy, more life-changing epicness. When I am speechless and drunk and saturated with good fuck medicine, I'm a new person. I radiate, I glow, I'm graceful and wittier and more eloquent than ever before because I was fuck changed. When your partner is unusually kind and loving and proactive after a great lovemaking session, it's because they've been fuck changed. The world needs more fuck changed and you, my loves, can give it to them. Today's well-fucked all-star couple are Julie and Mike. They are in their 50s, scathing hot, and have been married for over 30 years. And the gifts keep on giving. They have totally revitalized their marriage, transforming their sex life, and going from having sex about once a month to having it nearly every day with all the benefits registering in their bodies, from weight loss to their orgasms, much more and much better, and their business up-leveled to the max. Their stories are amazing and epitomize the concept of fuck them till you change them. Well fucked all-stars. All right. Welcome Mike and Julie. I'm delighted to have you here. Thank you. It's good yeah. to be here. Thank you, Kim. We're, we're so honored to be yes. asked to do this. Well, you have earned it, <laughs> your place <laughs> in the well-fucked all-star hall of fame. And so thinking about someone to address the notion of fuck them till you change them, you guys have tons of amazing things to share. So let's start out with your, a little bit about where you were and then where you've come to be, what your evolution was. Wow, like how far back? Um... <laughs> well, a summary of where yeah, you were. Yeah. 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 I mean, we we uh we're in uh we've been married a long time, uh over 30 years. Um and have had uh varying degrees of uh, uh success and intimacy, both physical and uh emotionally and spiritually through that. Um we uh we actually on the, the spiritual emotional side, started a program about uh, 10, 11 years ago. That's been really helpful for us and helped us clear a lot of the uh, things that have been, uh, that, that we took with us from our, our, our uh, like our family of origin and things like that. And um, we uh, decided to, I guess we heard you on a podcast, uh, somebody else's and, um, thought, wow, this is interesting. As we learned more, we decided to, um, to take the coming together salon to, to help us uh, grow in our intimacy. Um, thanks, Mike. Um, I was just gonna back it up a tad before that, or actually like uh, just a little more of our history of dating we met when I was 18 we were in college and we both have a real strong upbringing of a, a strong religious faith um in fact we dated a whole year before we even kissed and that first kiss was so amazing it was so amazing I, I can still feel it and remember it mm -hmm. And uh, we made out a lot, but we uh, waited until marriage to have uh, sex. And um, and we had some good times, had some good times. 
uh, Mike was uh, like an Ironman triathlete. So there was some time in there where he wasn't, I was more interested and then he was more interested. And then we had three kids and then we had quite a bit of family drama and, um, and then menopause, which was very difficult for me. I didn't know that I had so much trauma from childhood. So, uh, yeah. Well, when you say that, do you mean that during menopause that was revealed? Like, well, thank you for asking. Um, I mean, just like hot flashes every two hours, maybe all day long and so much trouble sleeping. And uh, Kim, I'm really like you. I've been there and done that with pharmaceuticals and had decades on antibiotics. So I'm done. (laughs) I didn't want to take anything. Um, I did take melatonin that jars full, <laughs> that helps. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's what I feel like. And, and also looking back, just my difficult periods were just that trauma in my body. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. So then you got into, um, so challenging menopause. Okay. And, um, so basically, not orgasmic, not any lubrication at all. And everything I would read said, you know, well, that's supposed to be expected at your age. And um, so anyway, when we did our, our growth, our spiritual growth and recovery as a couple, one thing we started was praying, not every day, but most days. And every day we were praying for physical intimacy. And when we heard you, like the way you talk, the way you valued this it wasn't just like sex that you know get geared up and um I don't know performance um we just both felt in our hearts so we felt like this was it um so so my the fact that I also marry up the sexual and the spiritual was a language and framework that resonated with you since you were on Yeah, I love that. And, and also your like gourmet sex, because our sex had really gotten to be, you do me, you do me, I'll do you. That's good. You know, maybe 10 minutes. And uh, we, I think we had heard at church one time, like if you're having sex less than 10 times a year, it's dysfunctional. So I remember one year we we're like, let's try to get 10 in this year. <laughs> <laughs> And that, so that was actually good encouragement, but yes. So then we, then we, then we uh, found you and everything started to change. Okay, great. And so what were some of the changes then that you noticed both in your sex life and then how did those changes reverberate into your outer life? So you said that you then, so at one point having sex 10 times in a year was a goal. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Okay. And then now you're having sex at least three to four times a week and sometimes seven times or days a week. So that's a big change. Yes, it is. Yeah. I'm looking at how happy Mike looks. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Very often. And sometimes, you know, he'll give me permission if I'm ever having trouble sleeping to wake him up in the middle of the night. That's kind of can be some of the most fun. Um, Doesn't make me tired. And I used to be so picky about my sleep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, 
I think, you know, that as we went through the salon and, and worked through some things, I mean, it wasn't, you know, we, we heard some of your stories and, and they're, they're great about some of the, some of the folks that, you know, like the switch flipped for them, you know, it was, I think it was a little, you know, during the course of the salon for us that things changed and as we digested the material and, and through it, we, I, you know, we, we, we had a lot, we, you know, we had worked through a lot, we had a lot to work through. And what we've come to discover too is just how our our physical relationship, you know, probably no surprise to you, embodies itself in um, or actually it's the other way around. What I'm trying to say is our our intimate emotional relationship manifests itself in physical relationship. And you know, when when there's the the window's not clean then there's blocks in our physical relationship and they can be physical blocks like my ability to be aroused, Julie's ability to be lubricated. Those, you know, those we've noticed, Hey, you know what, you know, something ain't right here that we've gotten used to. Um, and, and as we've seen the physical relationship, uh, blossom more. It's it's given us that opportunity to to work on some things and and do it more quickly. There are time, you know, a few times that we started off. Hey, you know, we're we're going to get physical, but something was there, and we ended up talking for the the session instead of uh, um, you know what we had originally intended, which was ultimately a good thing. Um, so you recognize that something was hanging in the ethers and it was interfering in the space. And because now you have this language of understanding the importance of clearing space and um, resolving that emotional or energetic stuff between you, you opted to actually address that instead of just trying to force the sexual contact, right? Recognizing that A, it probably wouldn't work that well, and B, may not be as good unless you cleared the space first, correct? It, absolutely. And I think too, it, it has really helped us to, in the dealing with it right there, it's, it's really saved us a lot of you know, pain and suffering when, because usually in, in the past, when something like that would happen, we'd probably sense it. We didn't really have a framework. We, we'd either, like you said, you know, force the issue and just be like, okay, I know he wants to do it, you know, or it, we wouldn't, and it'd be like, ah, well, you know, you know, there's, it, there'd be that, that stone in the shoe, right. That, that is just always, you know, every time you're, you're, it's just hurting you and you can't get it out. And, and uh, it allows you to go ahead and take care of it right there. Yeah, definitely. So there was a comment that Julie made that I love and would love to, if you'd like to share more about it. And you say, I have done much trauma work and my husband's cock has seemed to be the tool to bring me into a whole new freedom from my PTSD. Yes, <laughs> it was there all along and I didn't even know it. <laughs> the best tool ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've had, or we've had just some major um, trauma releases with that. And just backing up a little bit, like what Mike was saying, those things hanging in the ethers, there was a lot of stuff hanging in the ethers and it really showed up in my body. And for him to take the time 
and the consideration to go, okay, yeah, you're not lubricated. There's something. And um, it really moved me out of that shame feeling, feeling like something's wrong with me, which is so common with trauma and just that full love and acceptance. And even if we didn't end up having sex, we counted it as bliss and joy to work these things out. And um, yeah, and just, you know, like another thing you've said, Kim, is it's not all about the orgasm, but did you want me to talk about that? Like trauma releases some of that or? Mm -hmm. Well, well, first, I just want to acknowledge it's really beautiful what you said, like that that if you were, you were about to have sex and you weren't very lubricated, that Mike would actually pause and take that in. And instead of just handing you a bottle of lube, right, which is the yes. right, standard yeah. advice, actually, 99% mm -hmm. of people would do that and advise that or more that you pause and go, okay, well, something deeper is going on here. Why are you not wet? And what can we do, you know, what can we do to get there or to mm -hmm. figure out what's going on behind that? So I love that that's become your modus operandi now. In terms of trauma release, I mean, I, it, I, you know, whatever you want to share, you're welcome to or not. I, you know, I think for the most part, just the notion that your sex life and his cock and that energy of alchemy has been the thing to help release and liberate some of that stuff and mobilize it for you. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's, it's just not, or I might share a little bit if that's okay, um, just sure. for an understanding because, well, like when we did Yoni massage for the first time, that was excruciating for me on so many levels because, and Mike's a really nice guy, but just my history, um, I wouldn't want to make him unhappy, but I had to speak up and say, I'm not comfortable with that. And it was just like, oh, okay, let's try this. So my trust just kept growing and I just kept opening, but he would do uh, the finger in the vagina and move it around like a clock and press real hard. And some of the points that he would touch would burn like fire. And he, and he really, I think, learned to like, oh, he could feel something in there too. And so once that really got, got cleared out, I mean, and the thing that still like lubricates me where it's running down to my knees is his cock and I love it and it's soft, but it's firm. And um, I feel like in the lingam massage, he's released a lot of tension also in his cock, but uh, so when he started going deeper with his cock, um, and the more my vagina wakes up, the more I feel, but there would be real tender places, especially going deep, and he would be thrusting, and all of a sudden, I would kind of flinch, like PTSD, or, or just like anybody might flinch, and I, I'll say, hold me deep, babe, and he'll take that big cock and just spread it into that tight place and I've had physical like numbness go through my hands I've had like sobbing nasty snotty cry 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 um I feel the sadness start to come up and then and I and the thing is he, I think it he likes it. it it arouses him um and then uh, certain places that he'll get his cock, I'll feel my, most of my attention is on my left side. I'll feel that whole left side just like, it's almost 
like it's got a hex on it uh, to relax. That's gorgeous. I love how you describe that and the real intimate communion and healing power of your cock and your connection together to help loosen and activate some of these old wounds, right? And bring them up to the surface to be healed and released. That's beautiful. That's, and that's the, that's really the point of it all, right? That really is the crux right there, or one of them, I'd say, big pieces of our, the purpose of our sexual connection in a conscious relationship, right? Yeah. Where we can provoke each other in these ways or create a safe enough container for these things to rise to the surface and let them go and then be transformed. And that really is, that's the microcosm and then the macrocosm of fuck them till you change them. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in, on my side of that experience, it's, it's so many things it's, you know, because it's, uh, very, there's a tenderness to it, a a huge tenderness. And, and, and yet, you know, I also, that there were times I heard Kim in my head saying, when they start crying, it's time to fuck them harder. Um, (laughs) Yes, that was good. (laughs) And, and, you know, so I, there were times I did that, but a lot of times it was just, you know, the, as Julie said, the, the deep hold and the press and, and, and even, even, uh, 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 you know, there are times that she likes uh, a tight press on the rib cage, not, you know, just a, a like a security press. And, um, you know, just to have her releasing in so many different ways during sex and during, you know, such an intimate time is, is um, you know, it, it, if I thought about it too hard, I'd be overwhelmed. But, you know, thankfully, you, you, you talked a lot about it and said, hey, this can happen. And this is not uncommon. And, and, um, and then our ability to talk afterward, too, and say, okay, what, what was that? You know, what, what happened? And, and Julie explaining and, and going through it, um, you know, it really has brought us closer together and, 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 and made it more intimate and more purposeful in some ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Using it as that alchemical transformer that it is Mm -hmm. rather than just a stress release as most people, you know, or an escape. So Julie, you had said that you, so you're 56 and you are, you had said my vagina had totally dried up. Now I am wet, wet, wet. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So you regained like, your wetness through the process naturally. Yeah. Well, and I did, I did get the, I did the salonette with the egg and yep. that made a huge, huge difference. And I'm wet all the time. You know, I tell Mike, I'm ready anytime, except when I'm late <laughs> for work. <laughs> except when I'm late for work, but um, yeah. Yeah, it's been yeah, because to add, you know, we we just sort of thought. I mean, we've never. I mean, we're we like alternative stuff. We try and be healthy, eat the the right kind of things. But you know, we I don't think we knew until going through this the 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 transformational change that can happen physically after a certain age, right? And mm-hmm. it's um, 
it, it's, it has been amazing. And it, it is, it's very, you know, like we talked about earlier, you know, we were, um, we had long periods of time where, you know, sex once a month was, was, was a score. It was great. And, um, you know, the, just having that sort of availability is also a, um, it makes me think of the, the, the work that we did on polarity. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you know, I think that's so important and you're mm-hmm. so right on with that, with the things that you say, it's just such truth. And, and, you know, having that polarity and, and the, the availability and surrender of Julie and that, that bringing out the better in me and the, the want to rise up and, and connect with her is, um, you know, the important and, and part of that whole thing of just being sort of ready all the time. And, um, you know, and I mean, and, you know, I'm candidly, I mean, it's a dream come true, right? I didn't think we'd ever have it. And, um, you know, it's just to be able to, um, you know, be, be at this level physically at this age, you know, I, we, is, is, you know, nothing short of a miracle. I just got to say that, I guess. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you were talking about the concept of polarity, the archetypal feminine and masculine energies at play in the relationship. And I know, Julie, you had mentioned that as well for you, that it had been very life-changing to be able to really open and surrender and trust and let go of control and making that connection as I do as well, that, that, that level of surrender that we have and experience really helps us to open and surrender to God, to spirit, energy, Mm -hmm. the universe, whatever you want to call it. There's this massive parallel there in that opening. Mm -hmm. Is there anything more you'd like to say about that from your perspective, Julie? Well, we were, as we were starting in the salon, it was kind of uh, 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 like we kind of go and then it, it seemed like there was another door we need to open. And Mike suggested that I needed surrender to surrender and I didn't take it real well. And um, so you didn't we, take we, it we, very well. Is that what you said? Take it very well. I was like, I freaking <laughs> am surrendering. And um, so we had a sex date and I just decided to totally surrender like not have other suggestions not take over and even if it wasn't real comfortable I mean not I would always say if it hurt um but just let it happen and um and I did and I was like whoa it was very exciting um and then now, like we can show up for sex and I can look at him and we, we, he does a lot of work out on the land. Um, he's got very strong, strong hands. And I'll look at him and he's looking at me and he's like the doctor, like he knows just what I need. He knows where to touch me, where to squeeze me. I'm like, how, how did you know that I needed that? And he's like, I don't know. But um, so I think that just kept opening the door that polarity just being feminine and just totally letting go I'm still working on it but I really like it now 
right? Where it can seem on the surface that it's about giving over power and control when really on a deeper level, it's about finding it. We're just letting go of the ego and our defenses is what it is rather than, you know, to access our core self, which is love. And we're in our most power when we're in love and vulnerability. Yeah. Excellent. So let's hear about other changes that you notice. So you guys have talked about having more energy, being able to miss hours of sleep when you're having sex, and then even awakening refreshed and feeling better, sleeping better when you do sleep. Let's hear about that. Well, I, I can see that the shape of my body keeps changing. Like my tummy is a little flatter, you know, more toning in my neck, um, more plump in my face. I have gotten a lot less Botox <laughs> um, and maybe don't care quite as much about that. Um, I think we both had great success in our businesses. Um, I can stay up pretty late having sex and not be tired at, at all the next day. I think one thing too that I had had been a, a deep desire and prayer of mine was to somehow really show Mike how much I loved him because I always felt like I was falling short. In retrospect, I was kind of, but we both were not not to blame. And um, he smiles so much now, and I mean, I see his teeth because he's smiling. Um, also, just an aside, I figured out another thing that I have a big had big question about, which is how can I really show him that he's my biggest treasure and the most important person in the world to me? And I figured it out because he told me, and it's this, is to drop his pants and suck his cock. And, and he means that. So when I want to say it, I'm like, come here. And I'll suck his cock and I was like, you are the most important person in the world to me. So that's a lot of security and, and a good feeling for, for me to know that. It is. And, and I, to, your, to your question too, you know, the, the energy from it is, um, think in a second, but how to say this but it, it's it's an energy that that allows you uh, this is my experience to to do more of what you really want to do if that makes sense and and sometimes that's um in relationship being nicer to julie i mean it, it's you you know you've got more energy and and ability to do that um you know and i think part of it's because you're just not preoccupied or, or, or thinking about, you know, it, there's a real tangible way she can, she's showing, Hey, you are the most important thing. And, you know, it's just, you've got to honor that and you've got to, 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 to rise up to that. And so it, it gives you, um, I don't know so much as energy, but as much as motivation and the, you know, you, you want to be as a guy, you want to be the, the guy that she thinks you are because she's always saying oh you're my, my biggest treasure and i'm like man you're pretty poor then <laughs> you need more than that but you know she means it and and it challenges me to rise up to that and gives me the energy to do that and then you know that that trend i think that 
translates to um, the the external world in um, a, a different kind of motivation because you know at least for me as a guy I was always you know got to provide for the family got to you know got the 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 mortgage and responsibility and all that but now it's and that was motivating but now it's it's it, it's more of a rise up motivation and and the energy's there to to back it up and and um you know it the julie we're, we're on the same page but yet she's much more in tune with it i'll say it that way but you know of, of the you know the we'll, have a good night and then the next day something would happen she'd say see see you know told you you know when i say something would happen something you know good financially uh uh, uh you know uh, some sort of win or or um uh something would happen and and then yeah a deal would come through or and and um you know but she she'd say see it's because we had sex last night I'm like well I don't know if you can totally correlate it that way, but, you know, I, I do see what you're saying. And, you know, we, we, you know, uh, it, it is a, uh, uh, an attraction thing. I'll say that. Yeah. Meaning that the, the energy that you generate becomes magnetic and you draw good things to you in your outer life as well, as a result of cultivating this beautiful, creative life force energy in your intimate time together. Absolutely. Well said. Well yeah. said. And just to add to that, I think it's greatly affect our, our grown children mm -hmm. to see their dad so happy, like literally, and they can tell. And I've talked real, real openly with my daughters and um, it's just kind of open a, a closed door for us. Um, I think what you said, Kim, about talking with kids, even though they're adults, like uh, I'm an open book and I, you know, open door to talk about any of these things. Cause I, I really didn't, you know, honestly, I didn't really know how to have sex until I did this workshop. Obviously I did have kids, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that attitude and openness that even if or though your children are grown, that you're still their parents and your energy, your energy as a couple, as their parents, as the unit from which they came is still really vital to their well-being. Mm -hmm. And so I love that that keeps flowing and that you are really open to having those conversations and sharing what you're learning as you're going. And, you know, you're still, because I believe I've talked about this before, but not just from a practical talking about things perspective, but even energetically, the things that we do to heal ourselves as parents are transmitted energetically in the field to our children. Mm -hmm. And so all of this work, you know, someone might think, oh, oh, if only we'd done this earlier, whatever, it doesn't matter, you're doing it now. And those benefits are still paying forward, both in the behavior that you model to your children, the energy they feel around you, the security that builds for them. And even that that transfer, like it's a kind of a, a healing idea that we talk about, but in the field, right? The field yeah. around us in the, in the ether is that that's still being given to them and benefiting them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, De definitely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. I was just going to say, you, you said one of the things you said 
it's really true. I mean, because it, it, it's it's very it could be particularly you know my maybe my personality type but it's it's it could be tempting to think oh well this you know why didn't this happen a long time ago what happened you know we could have you know we've missed out on so much but it's really i think teaches you or helps you be in the present more to think you know hey we've we've got it now and and we can have the the benefits of it now and the, the joy of it now and 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 share the joy of it now so anyway you said that it, it resonated thanks and you'd also mentioned mike had started a new job and is leading forward with strong leadership and confidence and a strong cock so <laughs> share a little bit about that if you will well <laughs> no i mean you can't you can't have to, but i mean it, so this is probably one thought I had, you know, is um, this is probably not the best way to use this, but, you know, when you get into a situation and I'm, I'm, able, I'm talking with somebody or, you know, and they're, they're coming back either with negative or something's wrong or, or in a work situation and, and that, you know, I think myself, ah, they're probably not well fucked, you know, and, and it gives me a little compassion on them in a weird way. But um but yeah, it 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 kind of like I said before, you know, gives the the, the motivation and the energy to to want to um, to to continue to rise up. I mean, I've had, you know, I I would call you know reasonable success and and you know failures too, and um, in in life. But you know, since this, it's been. Um, you know, energetic. And like I said, it, it was, I think it was one of those times when, um, you know, we'd had a, a good night and, and the, uh, the next day I got a text from, from an old boss, like, you know, Hey man, what are you doing? And, you know, I kind of told him what I was doing and it's like everything about making a change. And like, well, we got in mind. And, and the result was this, this job I'm working now. And, and it's been, you know, very positive in terms of environment and, and what, uh, uh, you know, comparatively to what I'd been doing prior. And, um, uh, you know, I think that it, it is, is helped me, you know, having Julie so physically with me, you know, I always never doubted her emotional commitment in terms of just, hey, we're gonna be together. But to be physically with me has, has helped me be more, um, I guess, you know, self-confident in a way that is not overbearing, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in, in younger days, I might have been more aggressive and more, um, you know, take it kind of thing. But, but now it's, it's, I think it's more uh measured out and 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 peaceful and and i think a lot of that comes from the centeredness of our relationship coming out of the sexual part i just want to say it's like a real warrior like strong mm -hmm. and powerful but conscious thoughtful kind merciful mm -hmm. all those beautiful people. I love that. And I love your story about you had 
a great sexual experience. And the next day you got a phone call and a phone call that changed your life and put you in another direction and a more aligned one, right? Because that's one of the big messages that I give out is that through connecting more deeply to your true sexual energy and power and inhabiting that and cultivating that energy, we become more in alignment with our true authentic selves. And so if there are ways in our outer life where we're a little bit out of alignment or, you know, we're working a job that's maybe a good expression, but not the full expression of who we are, mm-hmm. right? That those things start to come into alignment naturally, right? You didn't go out and go, oh, it's time for me to find a new job. You just got a fucking right. phone call, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. right? Yeah, was- like, what I said, like it drops into your lap because your lap is what attracted it. Oh, right. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. So you also had a uh, comment about your breasts, Julie. Is there mm-hmm. anything you'd like to share about that? Well, um, yes, I have feeling again in my breasts and I'm doing more work with that in vaginal Kung Fu. Um, breast massage, uh, just a release of a lot of um, scar tissue. I think their shape is much prettier. I like the way they fit in my clothes better. And then I was just telling Mike yesterday, like now I feel like they are yearning for him, you know, like they want to touch him. They want to be touched and just really starting to feel that connection between the breast and, and, um, just vaginal awareness and that connection. Beautiful. I love that transformation. All right. Well, we've covered a lot of territory here. Is there anything else that you two would like to share or that you feel like we haven't touched on? I I was thinking of, of this, of just our progression that, you know, we're talking about Mike's cock and he's grown so much in stamina and in my deadness in my vagina i don't know like he just didn't jump off the bat having a rock hard cock for hours but and and i didn't jump off just having a real wet pussy but it happened over time and I, it was so sweet i feel like we kind of pro- we're progressed and we feel like we have a long way to go but we're progressing at the same rate. Mm-hmm. And even like when we have a, a sex date, that's just kind of, well, I appreciate Mike. He'll say like, you know, this is, this is exactly the way it's supposed to be today. And just that, that fullness of accepting, you know, patience with each other, patience with our bodies. Um, and, and I think for our sex life, it's been really important for me to also do individual work on myself. Um, so yeah, I would, I would just add that the, you know, as I said before, it's the transformation for us has been miraculous. And, you know, I, I think there is, you know, divine in it and, you know, we're, as Julie indicated earlier, we're, we're people of faith and, and, you know, it just centers so much in that and, and complements it and 
and um, is totally in line with with it. And and I think that you know as we have that the physical piece it was a a spoke in the wheel that was missing for us or, or shorter than all the others and 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 as as we were able to come come together and and work through things physically it, it really has helped every piece of our relationship the the emotional the spiritual and um it's allowed us to really come together in all those areas even more than we were. I mean, we had a, a, a good relationship before and it's, it's, um, becoming even, even greater. And, um, you know, we're just so, so thankful and also thankful to you, Kim, your, your work is, is uh, literally a godsend and it's, it's remarkable and we appreciate you so much. And, um, you know, just to the, the, like I said, we, we, I was in the gym one day and, you know, listening to a podcast and you were a guest on it and oh, that's interesting. And one thing led to another and, um, you know, it's, it's deeply impacted our life and, and it's not, it, it, it's accessible, you know, like I said, I didn't, I didn't think that we would ever have this, but you know, it's very accessible. It's, you know, you put in some work, you got to do the work, but if you do, it's, there's, there's rich, rich rewards in the intimacy and relationship. And if, if I could add one more thing, Kim, um, I know one of our first assignments was to sit down, look into each other's eyes and breathe. <laughs> And, and yep. one thing I've learned from this work is to slow down and feel. And I, I teach yoga and that's my job, but this is at a whole another level. But when we did that, I felt something awaken in me. And it was hard for me, wasn't it? Yeah. And actually, the first <laughs> time I think you had said to do that on that podcast I listened to. And I was like, hey, let's do this. And it was, you know, I it's think like, we set we a time. Two minutes? Yeah, no, I think it was one minute. <laughs> one minute. <laughs> but like, I noticed like all of a sudden I just, I wanted to touch his arms and, and feel that I felt the hair on his arms. And, and then even now, like uh, last week, I was just real stressed, a lot of deep stress in my body. And I, I didn't want to do my egg work. We've got some wonderful meditations and um, vaginal Kung Fu, but I made myself do that. And I, and even this week, and I was so energized and I'm like, okay, keep doing this, slow down, be still, go inside and really feel. And, um, yeah, just wanted to share that. Love it. Love it. So one more thing you mentioned. So how do other people react to you? Do other people notice and observe the change in you? You mentioned something about people telling you how good you look. So what do they say to you? And then what do you say back to them? What do you tell them is the reason why, why you're looking so good? Go ahead. Well, I'll usually, I have had a lot of people say, you know, you look so pretty, you look so pretty. And, or then they'll say, why, you know, and I'll say, well, I've had really increased intimacy with my husband. 
And if they just go on, you know, like not really interested, but I have uh, told people, you know, like I've told some of my close friends, um, I'm like, look, start having sex with your husband and try this out. It's a little out there, but it's going to line up with your, your heart calling and your, um, so usually, yeah, I, I'm, as I progress in speaking to people, I, I tell them about your work, Kim. Excellent. And Mike, you already mentioned that you're using the filter of are people well fucked or not when you interact with them. And this is hilarious because everyone, so many people come into contact with my work and that becomes their new lens for looking at the world, right? Like somebody's yeah. angry, someone cuts them off in traffic and they'll just be like, oh, they clearly are not very well fucked, you know? <laughs> so like, so uh, people have people made comments about a difference in your appearance and your energy and same thing. What do you tell them? Yeah, I'm probably not as bold as Julie in, in saying what it is, but um, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, and I'm thinking back to it, you know, I did, did a, a fishing trip with some buddies, um, was, I think right at the end of the, the salon they're all just like, man, Thorne, you're looking, you know, you're looking good, you know, this, that, or whatever. And I'm like, you know, and, and so with, with them, you know, I, I, I've known them a real long time. I'm like, well, let me tell you what's going on, guys. And, uh, you know, a few of them, I don't know if they'll ever do it, but a few of them, you know, took your, took your name and website and, you know, and, uh, we'll, you know, time will tell, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, uh, you know, I thought of that in particular when, when you asked that question, you know, that time, because it's, they were uh, definitely mentioning that, uh, uh, you know, think things were, you know, things were looking good. I don't know the guys really say that that much, and, and they were. And your body's changed. Julie, you've mentioned that, and you, Mike, mm -hmm. as well, a shift in your body's appearance or weight loss. I did have a lot of weight loss at first. Well, maybe two or three pounds, which I wasn't really trying to lose weight, but yeah, just more weird, you know, cause you're not, I think I've heard you say this, Kim, like I'm not going to the gym doing 500 front lunges, but my, my buns are really toned or I, maybe it's me. I just feel so happy about it. And I feel good when I'm naked, you know, um, and I'm almost 57 and I shouldn't feel that way, but I do. I, I love my body and I like being naked with Mike and um, everything. I like everything about my body. That's amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I don't mind getting older. Well, I think that what happens too, we're so infused with and inhabiting this beautiful, ecstatic, blissful love energy that that's what we're creating in our body. And we feel that and we wear that. And I've noticed it in myself. And then I hear this from other people, but the body begins to re-sculpt itself mm -hmm. of its own accord. Like if there's, you know, this metaphysical idea that, you know, our body is a reflection of who we are. 
and our state of mind, our thoughts, our feelings. And so if we have, we're so much more full of bliss and positivity, our body starts to change, irregardless of how we're eating or going to the gym. Those things are all important. They're still a you know, big part of my life. But I've noticed that in those moments of deeper intimacy and connection, my body changes of its own accord. It becomes this holographic mm -hmm. reflection of what's happening inside of me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, as Julie said, she, she teaches yoga and, and one of her things she really is expert in and teaches a lot is posture. And, um, you know, I've noticed that, you know, during this time, my posture is straighter and, and better and, and just easier to, to do because, you know, having good posture is not necessarily an easy thing. And, uh, but, you know, through through this, that, that I think that's one of the ways that uh, I've experienced some physical transformation. Mm -hmm. Right, where you're naturally holding yourself straighter because you are feeling more in alignment with your true self. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Great. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for sharing your world with us and giving us a look inside because all of this just helps to shine as beacons of light for other people to know that this is possible for them too. So I so appreciate your guys' openness and vulnerability in sharing. Thank you for having us, Cam. We continue to look forward to taking more of your workshops as well. Yeah, and Kim, thank you for, you know, I, I, I don't know exactly what led to you being, um, you know, doing this, but it is, it's, it's amazing. We appreciate you taking the risks that it took to do mm -hmm. and, um, you know, finding your calling, um, you know, it sounds like you are the, the, uh, doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. So thank you for stepping out and doing that. Oh, that's really lovely to hear that. I really appreciate that. Thanks guys. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Kim. Beautiful. Oh, that was so lovely. In the Coming Together Salon, it's all about the art of the Phoenix Fuck Change, how to have the kind of sex that changes your life. That brings you daily good fuck medicine, wildly ecstatic orgasms, a deeper connection than you ever thought possible, both with yourself and your partner. In the salon, we touch on every aspect I've covered in today's episode, including guided step-by-step -step lingam and yoni massage, clarity and communication techniques, how to build stamina and become a marathon fucker for men, and how to achieve the deeper vaginal orgasms for women, my secrets to marathon sex and getting high via your three-hour sex dates, and much, much more. To check out the free preview video series for the salon and to sign up for the course, go to kimonami.com, look for Sexual Savant Salons, and then click on Coming Together for Couples. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.